In this episode, we are going to be talking about people who are destroying the earth and one another. If we have total disregard for nature and the miracle and beauty that is life on this planet, then how can we have regard for the lives of each other as human beings? We're going to talk about all of this and more next on the spirit side. And greetings one and all and welcome to the spirit side. I'm Paul James Caden and today on the show we are going to talk about people who are destroying the earth and one another. This uh, topic really came about over the Memorial Day weekend, um, my family and I were traveling to see relatives that we hadn't seen since the beginning of COVID, and we were passing through a little town in Ulster County, New York, where we used to live. And uh, probably about seven, eight years ago, we lived in this house that was in the middle of the woods on this beautiful piece of property. If you saw this in the summer, in the fall, it looked like a magical fairyland. The colors were so bright in the fall. It was so peaceful. We had deer in our backyard that we would feed. The bear would come once in a while and raid our garbage can, but that's living in nature. We unfortunately uh, rented this piece of property and uh, the landlords decided they wanted to sell eventually. They asked us if we would be interested in buying the house and the land because we, we did love it there. But in the end, we decided that, you know, at our age, getting in our 50s, you know, we're going to be getting older. We didn't really want to take on the responsibilities of all the yard work and maintenance and house repairs. So we decided, uh, you know, to stay in the renter category of life. And it was hard. It was a hard decision because we really loved uh, that particular house and that particular piece of land. I remember when uh, we moved and we gave the keys to the front door back to the landlady we met her uh, on the property and I remember giving her the key and I said man hopefully when you sell this place you'll sell it to someone who loves and respects nature and you know the land as much as we did and she said well let's hope so you know because she really loved it there too she almost moved into this particular house so, long story short, we decided to go past our old uh, living quarters uh, as we drove through town. So we took a slight detour and drove past the house in the woods. And what we saw when we drove by the house was nothing short of shocking i think literally we we were both just in shock for a few minutes the individual who bought the house just cut down all the trees tore up the yard tore up the land there were rusted out abandoned vehicles 
in every crevice and corner that uh, he could put one in. There was trash and wooden pallets stacked and thrown all over the yard and the once upon a time beautiful backyard surrounded by trees and pines and oak and many many wild ferns was cut down torn up and there was uh, the bed of a pickup truck just kind of thrown out uh, over a stump on the edge of the yard it, it was absolutely it, it looked like someone dropped a bomb on this this piece of property that was once so beautiful and when we got back home from our travels uh, on Friday night and you know I went to bed and I usually have a little bit of uh, meditation before I go to sleep I just tune into God I tune into the angels and I just meditate or ask you know a question a thought to maybe drift off to sleep with so this past friday night over memorial day weekend i asked is there a takeaway spiritual lesson from what we saw today what happened to that property that was so peaceful so gorgeous surrounded by nature it was like a little oasis and it came to me rather quickly, maybe because I was uh, more sleepy, more uh, receptive. Because it just came into my mind at that moment that, yes, there, there is a takeaway from this. And that is looking at this piece of property that was so beautiful, so surrounded by nature. And seeing the total disregard that someone had for this land. You know, someone who just saw it as an opportunity. Because this individual who bought the house was obviously uh, in the lumber business because there were uh, stacks of cut down trees all over the property as well. And uh, I did contact the old landlady and I asked her, you know, wow, you know, have you seen the old property? What happened? And she was very uh, disheartened, too, you know, that, that this had happened. She thought this individual was, uh, you know, looking for a quiet place out in nature, but she was sadly wrong. And she said she saw a lot of lumber coming on the property. Then she thought he was building a new house and tearing the old one down. But obviously he, uh, you know, he sold lumber. But back to my meditation um you know it came to me that this individual when he saw the land only saw it as an opportunity i can make money off of this wood i mean this this property is just surrounded by trees there's a lot of you know quite a good strip of land there with all just forest and trees and he saw it as just an opportunity he saw it as a place just to store all of his material goods, the cars he will never repair or use parts from, the shed that was stuffed at the corner of the woods that were now cut down that was so filled with garbage that the door couldn't even close. And sadly, I saw all this because I knocked on the door. I was going to ask if I could photograph. I used to live there like before and after the progress of... Uh, 
Ulster County because it's really being built up. It's, you know, country town and a lot of city folks are finding it. So it's in the stages of really beginning to change. But no one was home. So I just took a quick walk around. I snapped a couple of pictures. I saw the devastation. But, you know, my meditation said, think about this individual who didn't see the beauty the individual who had no regard for the wildlife you know the the fox the the deer the the bears you know all of the different uh critters that used to run through there and 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 travel through our backyard and it came to me in that meditation Think about how many people now on planet Earth are doing the same thing. Cutting down rainforests, cutting down forests all over the world, plowing up fields, just raking up the land to see what they could sell, to see what they could build, to see what kind of business they can have there so that they can bring in a profit and think about in the name of making financial profits how much garbage and waste gets buried in the earth or dumped in the ocean because man just takes and takes and takes from the earth but never gives back very seldom replenishes and it came to me in that meditation just think how many people are out there with that kind of consciousness that they don't see the sacredness of our world the beauty of nature the calm the tranquility they only see what they can get from it what they can take from it Cut down all the trees, plow up all the land, build houses on top of houses on top of houses until there's nothing left of nature except the few trees and shrubs that were landscaped into whatever business or large housing development or skyscraper is now built on the property. And think... Because of all of this, how much of our, our wildlife is now in danger, dying, being forced out of their homes? And so people are going outside with rifles and, you know, firearms and shooting, you know, the bears and the bobcats and, you know, whatever else might venture onto their property because well they tore up their home to build their house if they see one too many deer well they get their rifles at hunting season they go out into the woods and they thin out the deer population well because there's too many walking in my yard now well they're eating from my flower bed This is what happens. And so man has this idea that he is the master of the earth. 
and everything else is just, well, the animals, the insects, the trees. We're the smartest mammal on earth. We're at the top of the food chain. So we dominate. And we do. And we kill. And we pollute. And we poison. And we destroy. And sadly, because of that mindset, we start to look at one another just the same as we would look at a tree that's standing in our way. Cut it down. Plow it under. Get rid of it. And so we have the wars and the rumors of wars. We have the mass shootings in America. We have people that think or anybody who has a different skin tone than them should be enslaved or in special colonies or even wiped out. Look at the school in Canada where there was how many bodies, I don't even remember, of Native American children or natives, not Native American because they're in Canada, but the Native people in Canada. They killed these children in this school and buried their bodies on the property. Now all of this came to me in my meditation, asking God, asking the angels, is there a takeaway spiritual lesson for seeing this piece of property so decimated? And then two or three days later, we hear the news of these children that were decimated, killed, destroyed, cut down, and buried under the earth as if they were toxic waste, garbage, their lives didn't matter. And so after that meditation on Friday night, it really was an eye-opener to me. It really did make me see the world in a different way because we never really think about that. You know, we drive through our neighborhoods and we see the cornfields and the hills and the woods and the valleys. And then one day we see the bulldozers and the backhoes and the men with the chainsaws cutting down all the trees and all the, the men on big equipment plowing up the land. And then we see the buildings going up, the houses, the housing developments, the new, the new Jiffy Lube. That was the thing where I used to live. Every postage stamp size piece of land, they, they would build something. Even though it was these small places where you could go get a quick oil change for your car. And where I used to live in Middletown, New York, in Orange County... Uh, used to, be, I, I think it's still called Jiffy Lube. They they would, you know, give you an oil change and, you know, check your tires. And we had so many Jiffy Lubes in every corner where we could put them because they were small. And that town now is just wall to wall buildings. It looks like, uh, as my wife says, like somebody put. Uh, Lego houses in a paper bag, shook it up and just threw it out over the floor. It's everywhere. 
and uh, Ulster County, where we used to live, probably isn't far behind that. But this is what we do. You know, we drive through our neighborhoods and say, gee, you know, things are really changing. That used to be a field. Boy, things are really changing. Well, that used to be all woods and forest over there. Now look at all those buildings. Look, look at all that. And then we see other houses, houses that were maybe once upon a time pristine and beautiful, and now they're in disrepair. The lawn is overgrown, or there's junk or junk cars or whatever all over the property. And we say, wow, remember when so-and-so lived there? It was so beautiful. Look at that. They turned that place into a dump. How terrible. We see all this, but we, we don't think how much this is going on on a large scale all across the world. And we wonder why the earth is beginning to creak and moan and rebel. Because man will only push things so far and it will be his demise not the demise of planet Earth. Nature will win in the end because nature is a greater force than we are. And as much as we think we can control it, we can't and we won't. And I truly believe that we are here in this world, on this planet, to... It's kind of a proving ground. How will we live our lives? How will we react to one another? Will we be kind? Will we, will, will we be loving? Will we be compassionate? And also, will, will we be those things to this precious world that we live in? This planet that we've been given? Will we be good stewards and take care of nature and all the other little creatures, and one another. See, I really, truly believe that everything we do here matters. Everything. And we can either treat this place with respect and see it for the miracle that it is and the miracle that we're here, or we can throw it all away and destroy everything around us and kill one another. But I don't think that will lead a lot of people to a good place in the end. Because there is life after this life. And when you hear all these religions say, well, you know, we're going to take everything we do back to God. We're, we're going to answer for the things we've done while we were in the physical body. What makes us think that we'll answer just for those things that we do to other human beings? I mean, that's going to be a big part of it. But what makes us think we're not going to answer for how we treated the earth that we've been given? And sadly, a lot of this, and, and you can trace this back 
uh, to see that I'm telling the truth. A lot of this idea of uh, taking advantage of the earth, you know, cutting down the rainforest, killing off the wildlife, all the things that we do come once again from this idea from the Bible that has been misconstrued that man should subdue and have dominion over the earth that's written in the book of Genesis. And once again, that fundamentalist evangelical view of what, you know, have dominion over the earth means has spiraled into abuse the hell out of the earth. Do what we want to it. We're the masters here. We call the shots. We're better than the animals. We're better than the insects. We're better than the plants. Why, we're all here just to, you know, prosper. And there's the idea that God wants all of his, uh, you know, uh, certain followers who believe in by the Bible and Jesus in the right way. Well, you know, they're never going to get sick. They're, they're supposed to be rich. You know, the prosperity gospel that has a lot of roots in that uh, particular uh, religious sect of uh, fundamental uh, evangelical Christianity. And so they think that's what having dominion over the earth means. Stomping it into the ground. Prospering on whatever, you know, hey, God gave us those trees so we could prosper. Well, God gave us all that oil so we could prosper. God gave us gold and silver and all these different resources so his people could find it, sell it, and prosper. Now, this isn't the time and the place to get into all of that, but that is really where this idea stems from and where a lot of the problem uh, first originated in. But isn't it interesting that a lot of those people don't read in the book of Revelation where it says when Christ does return, he comes to put an end to those who are destroying the earth and one another. Did they not take notice that the earth was in there maybe God maybe Christ isn't so thrilled with people destroying the earth thinking that means having dominion over it I guess that's something they'll have to figure out <laughs> when the time comes and uh, I believe they will but I think it's it's really time to start getting back to seeing the sacredness and the beauty of this world around us. And, and there's so many people who don't. I mean, there, there, of course, you know, there are some, but you know, what amazes me as I've lived in two counties now in New York state, Orange County and Ulster County. And I've seen both of those counties, which were very, you know, country, small town, lots of woods, Lots of fields, lots of, you know, just beautiful little places out in nature. I've seen both of those counties where people from uh, 
New York City, you know, and, and other, you know, places discover them. And the funny thing about Ulster County is that somehow uh, a lot of people from Hollywood discovered it. I mean, there were uh, stars walking all over and had homes in Ulster County. There was, you know, Willem Dafoe. There was um, Steve Buscemi, uh, just to name a couple that I know. But, you know, stars, the guy who played James Bond, he has a house in Ulster County. So these people from... Hollywood, California somehow find little peaceful Ulster County and they come and they build a home or they start a business. And then people from the big city start to say, oh, you know, this nice little uh, quaint place, you know, about an hour, two hours drive. And everybody from Hollywood's moving there. Must be nice. And they go there and they say, isn't this beautiful? I want to get out of the city. I want to live in a place like this. And COVID sent many uh, running uh, into Ulster County. We're not there anymore, but uh, we hear, the, you know, COVID, many tried to escape when New York City was, uh, you know, not doing so well. But the funny thing is uh, that I was going to say, getting back to that, they see these places and they say, isn't this beautiful? I want to get out of the city. I want to come here. I want a peaceful house in the country. But yet, once they do that, it's not beautiful anymore. The land is all torn up and it's all back-to-back houses on top of one another. Maybe like some of the more crowded suburbs of New York City are now. The big office buildings start going up. The big, you know, conglomerates offices and doctor offices and you know litter goes up before we left Ulster County you could drive to one of the stores the the Walmart that was kind of out in the country a bit and, and there was litter all over the embankment empty soda bottles Snapple bottles plastic plastic bags just things thrown all over And now they say it's even worse. Some of the people that sadly came up from New York City just drive down the backcountry roads like the one we used to live in and actually take their bags of garbage out with them and just throw them out of the car window on the side of the road. How How can people say they appreciate nature, they want to be in nature, but then they they destroy it? There's a swimming hole in Ulster County. I think it was voted uh, one of the best places to swim in New York State. And everybody started flocking to it. And, the you know, the people would come up from the city on the weekends and then those that moved up here. And they actually closed it off now because it was so polluted. And we saw pictures of it, you know, like before and after. I mean... I mean, it just looked like, you know, a couple of 747s filled with stuff from a junk, you know, a a garbage dump flew overhead and just dumped it down in this little uh, swimming hole. So how can we say, oh, we appreciate nature, but, but this is what we do. We just continue to destroy and demolish and tear things up and litter and pollute and throw 
shit, pardon my language, everywhere. That's not respecting nature. So when you hear people, oh, I love nature. Oh, I'd love to live out in the woods. Oh, I'd love to live in the, the mountains or the hills or with the trees. Oh, I'd like to get out of the big city. We hear a lot of people say it, but once they get there, the actions don't always line up with the words. Now, some do. Some build very beautiful homes. They preserve the land around them. I'm not saying, oh, you know, I'm not one of these people. Oh, these city people, they're all bad. No. I mean, from what I understand, the guy that bought our old piece of property was a local guy. He didn't live that far from the property, and he just happened to see it was for sale. But there's just people. And, uh, just uh, on another note, he told the landlady he was looking for this, you know, nice place in nature, somewhere quiet. But then look what he did. He, he absolutely decimated the piece of property. So, you know, we hear a lot of people say the words, Oh, I love nature. Nature's so beautiful. It's so peaceful. I'd love to live in nature. I want to be in nature. But then when we have opportunity to actually be where it is, I would say eight or nine out of ten people just completely destroy it. So how much appreciation do they really have for it? The earth is not our dumping ground. And no life here is expendable. And until we stop looking at everything as just profit, bigger houses, bigger pieces of property, I want to build my mansion on that hill. Until we start seeing this earth and really appreciating the beauty and the sacredness and the miracle of this planet that we live on, do we realize how rare this is in the universe that we can see? If we destroy this, there's nowhere else to go. We have all these elitists and rich people trying to make a break to the moon, make a break to Mars, and set up colonies. Well, I don't think that's going to work out so well either. There's karma no matter where you go in the universe. Call it karma, call it reaping what you sow, call it whatever you want. But I don't care if you destroy this planet and you do happen to make it to the moon or happen to make it to Mars. It's going to catch up with you. There are higher powers in this universe and you're not going to rape and destroy this planet and then run away somewhere else when the whole thing starts collapsing. It's not going to work that way. I guarantee it's not. So until we start seeing the beauty and the sacredness and the miracle of this world around us, we're certainly not going to see it in each other. Because think about it. Think about the, the heresy that religion has taught for so many years. Oh, man is so superior. Animals don't have a soul. People treat animals... I don't even want to say the word that comes to mind or words that come to mind when you see how people abuse 
animals in this world, dogs, cats, let alone those that live out in nature, whose homes we're continually destroying so we can build more nonsense. And let's not forget the offspring of that idea when people said, oh, black people don't have a soul, only white people do. And now we got black people who say, well, those white people, they don't have a soul. Everybody's throwing around the religious BS. This don't have a soul. You don't have a soul. We're God's chosen people. You're not God's chosen people. No, we are. Only the whites are. Only the blacks are. Only this people are. Destroying the earth and one another. Because we can't see that everything is sacred. And every person is sacred. Nothing is here by accident. And until we start treating one another in this world better, things are never going to get better. At least not in this physical world. And that, my friends, is what I think will inevitably contribute to what we call the end of days. We will push the envelope too far, and it will start a chain of events that man will not be able to stop. So that's my rant. That's my bit in this podcast. Uh, This was... uh, a little bit more conversational. I, I like to do these kind of shows once in a while. Just be real. What's happening. What I'm thinking about. What uh, what I've seen. Uh, what it brings to mind. What comes to me in my, my uh, spirit meditations. And uh, I think this is definitely something we all need to start thinking about. Because we really are destroying this earth and one another. And I think it's getting pretty quick to that point where there's going to be no turning back and that chain of events is going to start unfolding uh, rather quickly. So anyway, folks, I thank you so much for listening today. As always, I hope you got something out of this podcast. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, and no matter where you live, Take the opportunity to walk outside, look at the sun, look at the moon, look at the clouds, look at the birds, the trees, whatever is around you, and just see the beauty and the sacredness and the miracle of this world around you. I'll talk to you next time here on The Spirit Side.